Hey, welcome back to This and That Podcast with me, your host Steve. And your other host, Sam. For episode 8. Episode 9. <laughs> and today we're going to be covering the London Bridge attack that happened a couple of days ago. And then we're going to try and lift you up a bit after that with some uplifting news. And then we have a breaking news story that we'll bring to you at the end of the pod. It's going to blow your minds. <laughs> Alright, jumping straight into our first topic, we're going to be talking about the London Bridge uh, attack. It was an attack. Yeah. Call it an attack. Yeah, the London Bridge attack, where somebody, an individual, um, had two knives sellotaped, like duct taped to their hands, and has unfortunately killed two people, stabbed a number of others. But the main takeaway of the story is that so many of the general public... Um, stopped him. Yeah, brave people. Very brave, running towards danger while others fled. Mm. The true, the true hearts of heroes. And if you want to see them do it, there's a hell of a lot of footage. I thought you were going to say there's a film. <laughs> no, no, there's loads of footage of them. Yeah, there's a lot of footage running after him, attacking him with a fire extinguisher and a narwhal tusk. Because. You know, if there's Bucket. something I need when I go to London, it's my narwhal task. <laughs> Are you ready to fight crime <laughs> with narwhals? We can do it. <laughs> but um, no. Yeah, so the reason for the narwhal task was... The very there was bad an ev- story. event that day, right? Yeah, it was an event held, I think, um, in conjunction with the University of Cambridge, and it was where offenders and their students um, studied together to try and like reduce reoffending. Yeah. So when they leave, they're more equipped to handle the outside world. So unfortunately, the two now deceased people were Cambridge graduates, and that's Saskia Jones and Jack Merritt. Um, it's just awful, really. Um, but we want to focus on the the brave people in this story, really. Yeah, the people that stopped the attack. Yeah, from anything any else happening. Which is mad, because if I was there, I'm not going to lie, I'd just run away. think I'd be big old poop in the pan. I'd be jumping in the Thames. I'd be like, quick escape. Yeah. So and yet these people decided that the only thing I can do now is run towards it. Mm. Mad. Very, but, very So brave. props to those people. Um, but it brings us on to a bigger topic about how we should treat... Um, you know, prisoners and things, because one of the people that disarmed the attacker um, turned out to be a convicted a, murderer. Yeah, on one on day release for this event. I think. <coughs> yeah, pretty mad. So there's. I've seen a lot of mixed reactions around how he should be, because obviously all these people are being called heroes. Yeah. And then there's very much mixed reaction around what kind of plaudits we can put on this person. And whether um, it should make any difference to his sentence now, because he's supposed to be in for life. Which some people say he should still be. The people that um, were family of his original victim uh, were saying we didn't know he was allowed out. Yeah. Like, where where do you stand on it? Yeah. So let's. I, I'm. I haven't seen the sentencing that that was being asked to change, but mm. I'd probably say no. As in, it's not like. I don't, it's not, you, it, you, you yeah, can't. I don't think our 
prison system should work on a karma basis mm. beyond, you know, what is already in place in terms of, you know, being a good inmate and doing all, you know, the good classes for maybe... Yeah. You know, so you think it should be skill. kept as an altruistic I, event, really, like he did it because it was a good thing? Yeah, he did it because it's a good person. And then if, you know, if he's up for parole, then they can look at it and go, well, this guy's done something good. Yeah. But it's, I don't think it should be seen as... Oh, look how amazing he is. Go free. Shabba, shabba. Oh, no. I don't. Th- I would hope that no one's just saying free him tomorrow. Yeah. That would be a bit mad. Because it was... I mean, he hasn't been in two... Like, a decade, I think. Yeah, 2003, I think, was when he committed so the murder. So 15 years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it should mitigate his actual sentence beyond what was already put in place. Mm. Um, but that's just me, you know. I don't think, you know... Yeah. His bravery and his heroism today cancels out his mistakes of his past, which he still needs to pay for. Which is also linked to the actual attacker as well, who was a convicted terrorist that was only released 11 months ago. Mm. Um, Where a lot of people were saying, why was he released? I mean, obviously he was released because people thought he wasn't a danger anymore. Uh, It was an automatic release. Yeah. Um, Yeah, under his original... Um, conviction, he wouldn't have been allowed to be released because he was given like a danger to the public order. But then, upon the Court of Appeal, it was given a mandatory 16-year sentence by which he can leave about halfway through. So that's eight years. Halfway? Yeah. Only eight years for a convicted terrorist? Yeah. I think the idea is after the eight years, like, you what, can... the board of terrorism? I, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> but after the eight years, obviously he was allowed to be released early um and then obviously all the people have been saying you know how could this happen conservatives were like yo it was labor government that put it in place uh, but then you know they, the fact they try the and labor, turn that yeah. into blaming yeah but then the labor government was like well you do realize you've been in power for the last 10 yeah. years so why haven't you changed it it shouldn't even be in the conversation so it's not even yeah it's not re- it's already the kind of like what I'd term as more like Americanized politics. It's just like it feels very blame- personality blaming. It just seems like very blaming American politics. Yeah, um, well, I think we're whereas, moving towards that. Yeah, because we now like American politics where they do actually vote for the one person almost. We're not supposed to do that, but that's what people do. They base their vote off of do I want Corbyn or do I want Johnson? Mm. It's harder with a kind of two-party system. But it's oh, this basically two parties. No, it's move, It's more further. It's further apart than it has been in the last couple of years. It's yeah. Much. It's much wider. But in terms now. of who's going to be prime minister, it's two parties. Yeah, but they always. But unlike in the American one, they are reliant on other parties. Yeah. To make up majorities and such. Yeah, true. I mean, you have to. You have to remember that. What out of, there's still like fifty MPs that have Scottish National Party. Yeah, true. There's like, a lot of companies. Yeah. In Wales. Yeah, true. So, they do have more of a say. Yeah, 100%. But, um, and also the devolution as well. But that's another issue on another day. Yeah. But let's get back to talking about the people that did the best. I know. Do they get some kind of reward? Or I imagine they'll get, they'll get something. Yeah. Some sort of like... Cross of some kind. <laughs> the George's Cross. I've heard in in the... Offing. The offing. That's been confirmed by yeah. our sources on the ground. 
the George's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. I'm making a one. Yeah, yeah. For this and that, George's Cross. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I like that. Yeah. This and that, Heroes, George's Cross events. Ooh, April, April 2021 at the Albert Hall. <laughs> at the George's Hall. <laughs> at our house. <laughs> I was going to say our address then. <laughs> like, both listeners will know oh. where we live. <laughs> they already do. <laughs> but back on the judicial system thing, um, one of the victims' family said that he wouldn't want this to be used as an excuse to make longer sentences and to encourage more draconian punishments. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? They were, you know, it was at an event for, like... Mm. So there's people that are about rehabilitation, not just lock them away forever. Yeah, and I think that's the whole point. Like, I think I saw something, or I heard it, and they were talking about, um, obviously, the two people that died, and then the guy got killed on the scene. He'd been shot by the police. And it's kind of like... Yeah, cool, he's dead, and everyone's not bothered. Cool. No, but they're like, he's not bothered. Like, if you're going to go around stabbing people, then you get what you deserve. Oh, uh... But in a way, he spent eight years in prison, and yeah. our system didn't do well enough to stop this when it had the chance. No, the judicial system is not great for what it claims to do. So I think, it, I think if anything, we've got to look at this as an opportunity to shift and go, would he have been... Like the only other way is we lock away the key for everyone, like and throw away the key and That's never, an never, yeah, and never let them see the light of day again. No, because there is the cost of keeping someone as well. Is even if you take away the just yeah factor, it's twenty eight grand I think to keep someone in a standard prison every year. Yeah, which you know is more than most people earn. Yeah, it's quite a lot of money. family. But um, yeah, so I, hopefully it's a point of how do we get to the point where people that go into prison mm. can be rehabilitated better so they just don't go do like things like this pascal savage on it turn the uk into one big prison oh fuck me johnny english <laughs> i was honestly racking my brain like pascal savage what kind of philosopher is no, this no, and it's just there like <laughs> no mate johnny english 2003 <laughs> fucking hell oh. but that again another big issue from this story the french <laughs> oh, <real. laughs> no um knife crime please stop with the knife crime. Yeah, I think it's... Um, it's growing hugely in the UK, especially in London. Yeah, I think the media coverage is definitely, like, picking up as well. Like, mm. every every time now, it seems as if it's just there, which, man, I don't want to get it's stabbed. It's nasty. Yeah. Like, proper, you know... I don't want to get stabbed. No. I saw a, I saw a documentary about uh, the police and stabbings, and they showed some CTV, CCTV of literally 15-year-olds stabbing each other. Jesus and I was Christ. like... Can't watch, like, it's so horrible. Just, just go play Smash Bros, yeah. you know? God damn. Just play FIFA, man. Yeah. 1v1 me, mate. Road to gold. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, big segue, recently, the Knife Angel sculpture has been making its rounds around the UK. And, and it, it was stopped here. in Chester. Way. Stops and searched yeah. by the general public. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was here for about two weeks. And it's essentially a big old statue of a crying angel. I think it's an hands. Angel. Yeah, its hands are covering its face, which makes it sound like no, it's crying. It's, it's not covering its face. Right, I've just had a recent <laughs> confirmed report that it's no longer covering its face, <laughs> and that it's alive. The statue's moved, but it's um. It's been made moved. up of knives that were handed into like knife knife. What's it called? Not resurrection boxes. Deposit boxes. Deposit boxes. Yeah. Surrender your knife box. Yeah. 
and it's mad to see the amount. I mean, that's just obviously the ones that surrendered. It's thousands of knives. I've heard there are thousands of knives yeah. in there. And, um, I think an exact number might be. I'm gonna I'm gonna roughly say eighty thousand. Yeah. That's a rough estimate. But we'll we'll put in uh, for the Instagram this week. We'll put the uh, picture up of that yeah. to represent because this is our big news coverage it's, bit yeah. and it's an important issue. So the statue's been made to raise awareness and it's doing a tour of the country. Mm. So if you live in England, uh, look it up. Maybe it's coming to city near you. It is quite something to see, to be mm. honest. It's a lot of knives. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Knife crime's bad. Yeah, don't do it. Don't stab. Don't no. don't take a knife. If you take a knife out, you're more likely to get stabbed. What then? Not taking a knife out. Well, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Don't take your knives out. Knife stay at home. Yeah. Take dogs out. <laughs> Oof. And on, um, and on that, we might swiftly we'll, move on. Yeah, we'll just end the story by saying that... One of the, there were three other in, seriously injured people from this attack, but one has just been allowed to go home, and the other two are now in a stable condition. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully, that onto a full recovery. Everyone's on their way to a yeah. nice recovery. And it's Christmas. Yeah, they'll be back for Christmas. Hopefully. Yeah. Right, we're going to try and cheer you up next with our uplifting section. Oh man, this is uplifting. Lifting section this week. Um, not a massive story, but just a little feel good. A real feel good a Friday feel good. So it's been this Thanksgiving weekend, I think. Yeah, sure, America. why not? Don't know really what it's about. But it's when pilgrims murdered native Indians. No, it's, it's happy fun times. <laughs> With big turkey legs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Beat a them. church. Stop it. <laughs> Smallpox. <laughs> a church in Wisconsin is hosting its third annual Thanksgiving dinner for its local LGBTQ community who aren't uh, are unfortunately unable to celebrate it with their families due to what I'm guessing is tension like, yeah like stigma reasons yeah oh, but that's, hey, that's good yeah and there's a lot of good things from that a it's just helping people out obviously. yeah everyone's having a nice time around a holiday where yeah. people should feel included and with their family mm. but because of certain reasons some people can't feel included or with their family yeah and you sort of forget that that would actually be Pretty devastating. That much of an issue. Oh, yeah. Because when it's said, you think, oh, yeah, you know, that's the thing. But you, I don't know, I've never really thought. Imagine if you weren't allowed to go for Christmas to your family. Yeah. Who you've always had Christmas with. Just because of... Just because of you? Just because they like boys. Bruh. Bruh. No, it's just, it's shitty. And I think, especially in our generation, we're more used to... Just like, I think we're very know, accepting of these issues yeah, because people are gay and it's fine. Yeah, for us, like all that discriminatory stuff has always been like illegal. Yeah, but it is. Whereas still... for the OK Boomer generation, yeah, those bad boys are still harboring some, some reason nasty it's thoughts. Still an issue, even though there's literally memes about just elderly people ruining Christmas <laughs> and Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> but um, no, that's a really it's a really good point. And then it's again touching on like those people that are marginalised groups having a place that's still accepting Hmm. in quite a, you know, usually not accepting area. Exactly. That was why I wanted to highlight it because it's the church that's holding this thing. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Like, there's, I mean, there's a lot of church groups that still 
you know, they won't accept people if they know they're gay or something. Yeah. But this is like a big show of acceptance and help, I think. It's good. Oh, it's a cool little story. Yeah. Just a little one for you then. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Do you have anything more to say? No. <laughs> That's a good one. There's only a little one. I, I'm pretty uplifted. Yeah. All right, now we're going to jump into our breaking news story. Are you going straight into that or are we from the riff first? Do you want to riff first? I reckon we can riff first. Alright, we'll keep you on tender hooks for the next one. <laughs> but now we're putting away the notes. And it's on with the riff. <laughs> Check those notes, Sam. Yeah. What, what so this is where we put away that? the notes, and I'm just going to check my notes. <laughs> um, do have uh, a little news story. It was going to be uplifting at one point, but yeah. I didn't think it was big enough. Ironically, we just had our shortest uplifting section ever. <laughs> but here we go. So MasterCard now have made it so that, you know when you just sign up to a trial thing? Yeah. And you're like, oh, it'll be free. I just need to set an alarm for 28 days' yeah, time yeah, yeah. so that I don't pay it. There's nothing worse than ha- seeing free trial and you get your stuff set like, up. Fuck, and it's Audible's like, got me for nine car, quid. Card details. Yeah. <laughs> so they've now made it, when you sign up for those, the month later when the payment would be taken, you'll get a message from your bank saying, are you okay for them to take this and end your trial period and like en- and enter a proper subscription. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. So they'll no longer just... Just snap all your money. Like that, which might mean that they... You might be able to sign up for trial periods without your card details, because then... There's no point, yeah. Yeah. So that'd I, be nice. I like that. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Because I think it must be everyone out there at some point has fucked has it ju- up. Yeah. Has always just been caught once. Mm. I know when I was like 17, I did it with Prime. And it was just like £52 out of my account, which when you're 17 is a hell of a lot of money. It's fine, Sam. We're all friends here. You can say Pornhub. No. The it's premium. free. <laughs> Not the premium shit. No, it was like £52. I was just like... <laughs> That's a lot. Of, that is a lot of money for a 17-year-old I sent a panicky boy. email and they, they did refund me. <laughs> I'm actually. sorry. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> something, I guess. You're a rich boy. I remember once I'd forgotten to unsubscribe my WoW account. Wow. And um, it was like sorry, six, what's WoW? Uh, WoW is World of Warcraft, which is a uh, MMO RPG, and it <laughs> stonks for all the boys out there listening who uh, are part of the guild biscuits. Um, if you want to see a fantastic demonstration of WoW, you could check out Twitch channel. It's JP for three. Oh, is he getting a huge shout out twice in a week? Top fifty player in the world, I heard. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, if you're uh, also playing Hots, he enjoys playing that as well. Okay. Watch him stream on It's JP for three. <laughs> Lucky bastard getting shout-outs. Yeah. We need shout-outs on his stream. He does give them. To he needs to do them more. <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, also, oh, you know you're talking about... I've had some contacts this week about our podcast from last week. Oh, yeah? So, our pal Jacqueline in America says <gasps> that you are wrong about the Tesla truck. It is disgusting. Oh, that's devastating because... <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> no. No, it's amazing. She also sent a link about explaining the measurements of blocks. Ah, so they are standard. Kind of. There's oh. there's set ones for cities where ah. because they're on a grid system. Yeah, kill them. So Manhattan blocks are made up of 80 metres by 274 metre blocks. So when <gasps> you say it's just around the block for us. So it's a quarter it's of a like kilometre. It's like 20 metres. Yeah. It's a... Big dick block. 
in Australia, in Melbourne, it's like 100 metres by 200 metres. Again, yeah. Yeah, so, Rough, you know. Roughly it's around. It's just per city, though. So. Yeah. So, like, it sounds a bit like, you know, quarter of a kilometre, which, yeah. to be fair, is kind of like here to Tesco. Hmm. Which I walked today. <laughs> oh, no, you poor, you poor boy. To get a sieve. <laughs> and some ice cream. Yeah, because you made a smoothie and it was far too bitty for your... There was just so many mouth. seeds. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was like drinking <laughs> a seeded <laughs> smoothie. Yeah? I don't know. don't know anything else. I like, so bad. No? No. Okay. Well, what do you think I was going to say? I don't know. <laughs> Were you a bit rude? So, fan of the week. <laughs> <laughs> you got anyone? Yeah, fan of the week is... Sam, jump in whenever you want. <laughs> uh, Amir Algamri. Oh, is it Emil? Yeah, he's oh. given us feedback a lot. He has, actually. He's been a bit of a boy. He loves listening to the pod, I heard. I, yeah, When I heard he gets he around listens. to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a every other week kind of guy, but, you know. He's the everyman. We'll find out if he listens to this week. Yeah. Give him a shout out. <laughs> and as you can tell, no one shared it this week, so someone please share it, and then we'll yeah. get a fan of the week. <laughs> Keep sharing it. We'll give you a big shout out. Yeah. Or do anything. We'll shout your name out yeah. anyway. Just something to spice up your week in our pod. Yeah. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything else you want to chat about? Anything sporty, movie-wise? I don't think so. Nothing? Oh, I don't think so. Okay. It's a big, fat... I don't know, I can't can't think of anything. I'm blanked. That's alright. We can move on to our huge story. Oh, the huge breaking news story coming up right now. mouse took a stroll through the deep dark wood. A fox saw the mouse, and the mouse looked good. Where are you going to, little brown mouse? Come and have lunch in my underground house. It's terribly kind of you, fox, but no, I'm going to have lunch with a gruffalo. A gruffalo? What's a gruffalo? A gruffalo? Why, didn't you know? He has terrible tusks and terrible claws and terrible teeth in his terrible jaws. Where are you meeting him? Here, by the rocks, and his favourite food is roasted fox. Roasted fox, I'm off! Fox said, Goodbye, little mouse. And away he sped. Silly old fox doesn't know there's no such thing as a gruffalo. Chapter 2. The Gruffalo. (laughs) On went the mouse through the deep dark wood. An owl saw the mouse, and the mouse looked good. (coughs) Where are you going to, little brown mouse? Come and have tea in my tea drop house. It's frightfully nice of you, owl. But no, I'm going to have tea with a Gruffalo. A Gruffalo? What's a gruffalo? A gruffalo? Why, didn't you know? He's got knobbly knees, turned out toes, and a poisonous wart at the end of his nose. Where are you meeting him? Here, by the stream. And his favourite food is owl ice cream. And away owl flew. Silly owl, doesn't he know there's no such thing as a gruffalo?
What's Chapter 3 <laughs> The Gruffalo <laughs> <coughs> On went the mouse through the deep dark wood A snake saw the mouse And the mouse looked good <laughs> Where are you going to little brown mouse? Come for a feast in my log pile house It's wonderfully good of you snake but no, I'm having a feast with the Gruffalo. <laughs> a Gruffalo? What is a Gruffalo? <laughs> a Gruffalo? Nah, don't you know? <laughs> his eyes are orange, his tongue is black, he's got purple prickles all over his back. <laughs> Where are you meeting him? Here by the lake, and his favourite food is scrambled snake. <laughs> Scrabble snake! It's time to hide! Goodbye, little mouse! And away snakes, oh no, and away snake slid. <laughs> Silly old snake, doesn't he know there's no such thing as a, a gruffalo? <laughs> but who is this creature with terrible claws, terrible teeth and his terrible jaws? And he has knobbly knees and turned out toes, a poisonous what at the end of his nose. His eyes are orange, his tongue is black, he has purple prickles all over his back. Oh, help, oh no, it's... Ah, uh, me favourite food, the Gruffalo said. You'll taste good on a slice of bread. That don't fucking rhyme. <laughs> good, said the mouse. Don't call me good, I'm the scariest creature in this wood. Just walk behind me and soon you'll see everyone is afraid of me. <laughs> All right, said the Gruffalo, bursting with laughter. You go ahead, I'll follow after. Chapter 4 The Gruffalo They walked and walked till the Gruffalo said, I hear this in Leaves Head. <gasps> it's Snake, said the Mouse. Why, Snake, hello. Snake took one look at the Gruffalo. Oh, crumbs, he said. Goodbye, li oh no, goodbye, little mouse. <laughs> and off he slid to his log pile house. You see, said the mouse, I told you so. Amazing, said the Gruffalo. Chapter 5 The Gruffalo They walked some more till the Gruffalo said, I hear a hooting tree's head. It's Owl, said the mouse. Why, Owl, hello. Oh dear, he said. Goodbye, little mouse. And he flew to his treetop house. I can't remember what the owl's voice was, I'm he, sorry. Who's the Australian? No, nah, I thought the mouse was Australian. You see, said the mouse. Astonishing, said the Gruffalo. Chapter 6. Oh, Christ. The Gruffalo. They walked some more till the Gruffalo said, I hear feet on Bathhead. <laughs> on Bathhead. <laughs> it's Fox, said the mouse. Why, hello, Fox. Fox took one look at the Gruffalo. What was Fox? You just normal at that oh. point. You hadn't gone mad yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, help, he said. Goodbye, little mouse. And he ran off to his underground house. Well, Gruffalo, said the mouse, you see, 
everyone is afraid of me. But now my tummy's beginning to rumble. <laughs> my favourite food is Gruffalo Crumble. Gruffalo Crumble, <laughs> the Gruffalo said. And quick as the wind, he turned and fled. All was quiet in the deep, dark wood. The mouse found a nut, and the nut was good. The end. The Gruffalo. Thank you for listening to this episode of This and That Podcast. Follow us on all the social medias at This and That for more quality content like you just heard. See you next week. See you later. <laughs>